Wakey, wakey, Iggy, Biggy. Tis the Smart Coast Morning Show, blasting awesome sauce all over your interwebs. Oh, shit. It's happening. Thank you guys for your patience. We had some technical difficulties. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Will Wilkins, for setting us straight. He uh, troubleshot it from the, the train. That's how skilled he is. Yes. That's what I get for coming early. Oh, hey, it's Bill. <laughs> it's Bill, Bill almost clean shaven. Uh, what's what's with the uh, what happened to your beard? You trimmed it last time, and now it's basically gone. Trimmed down even further, and I just cut a couple inches off the long hair. Yeah, know, I'm trying to fit back in society. Really, you look even more like uh, Buffalo Bill. Yeah, really? Yeah. Cause oh, the, uh, the Silence of the Lambs guy, not yeah, the, yeah. Not the uh, frontier hero. <laughs> no, Silence of the Lambs okay. guy. Ted Levine or whatever his name A is. A young Ted Levine? Mm, Ted Levine. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> Zing, everybody. Hey, hey so uh, our apologies for, for being late. Yeah. And for being for, a dick to Bill. No apologies there. I uh, just want to give a couple shout outs. We want to know what you do while you listen to the podcast. And uh, one of the locals, Jonathan is uh working at Disney in the Glendale campus um and uh I don't know what he does there tell us what you do there that's interesting um, Are you allowed to tell us what you do Disney's got a lot of rules I guess so yeah probably one of them being no listening to right. profane podcasts, podcasts. <laughs> uninformed <laughs> um, profane podcasts and while on he's the clock. he is vegan this month as well as every month and uh yeah so good to hear that, that and was then tricky. Mikhail no wait who is it um Oh, shoot. Sorry. Uh, yeah, Mikhail, he listens. Oh, he's listening live for the first time. Hey, hey. So, and he's tweeting in live at Nooner Dan Marty. So please do so as well. Um, and uh, yeah, we're. So Scott tweeted in uh, at SGA47. He said, Good morning, gang. I'm reading tweets about the Boston tragedy. Please make me laugh. It would be very difficult to. Uh, not acknowledge that that's happening. So uh, that it happened not not even 24 hours ago. There there was the bombing at the uh, Boston Marathon. Very few clues have come out about it. So I don't want to get into the too many of the details about it. What we do know is that uh, there were only two. Uh, there were two explosions, and there were no other uh, bombs found. There are no suspects in custody, and they're investigating it. Three people dead. Over a hundred and 160 something 170 something 170 injured. something yeah um and it's it's horrible it's horrifying it's clearly an act of terrorism and uh it's actually uh surprising that this doesn't happen i mean i i don't mean to 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 uh belittle what a huge you know just a, <laughs> a horrible act this is but uh, i'm it is Something that is now part of our our society, you know, we have uh, terrorist acts happening. I mean, it happens, you know, every week in in the Middle East, every other yeah. day. My very and, first thought when I first uh, understood what was happening, I was seeing headlines, but it just wasn't putting it together because I was working on something else. And when it finally jailed <laughs> uh, in my head exactly what had happened, my first thought was, "Well, it's only a matter of time till the next one." Uh, yeah, yeah, and that and I don't I don't mean that to be dismissive. No, no, I don't, exactly, I don't mean that I wasn't exactly. affected emotionally. No, and it, um, but it, but uh, it, was, it was just you it, know, and everybody. What have you? Did you see? Did you see? Yeah, I saw. And I'll see the next one. And I'll see the next one. Right. And I'll see the next one because the world is full of people that hate yeah. life. And the poor, yeah. The the thing is, it's an it's a an act of it's a violent act of cowardice, and it's a way. the The goal is to create fear and to to exert 
power remotely and yeah. and the important thing is that we we stay vigilant we st- and we continue uh doing what we do yeah. even if it's talking about nonsense on right. the interwebs and, uh, and uh, to yeah. me I, we discussed this uh, on the breaks yesterday and not to trivialize it by any uh, you know means but um you know th- this is really starting to look more and more when they do these things more and more like uh and not to draw you know a, a similarity but this is some comic book shit i mean this is some bane fucking joker i mean the guy the guy that walked in dressed as a joker at, into the theater right you know and and yeah. this sort of thing just random explosions around you know it's well, like uh, well, now we need what we need is the other side of the equation where's the, the real fucking yeah. heroes at right. can we get <laughs> there's some millionaires out there yeah <laughs> somebody some lonely millionaires yeah. so somebody. the fact that we are there are more people around uh, in the in the world there's yeah. a, more, a lot more information about how to do this stuff all this stuff is available yeah. on the internet, internet. internet how to how to make bombs and and that's you know that is the cost of doing business you can't yeah. censor the internet yeah. and that's a sad fact uh, that the stuff exists, guns are readily available. Uh, what was that book? When when I remember, the, well, there was the Anarchist, Anarchist, cookbook. The Anarchist cookbook, and there was also the James Bond uh, hand, uh, cookbook or the James Bond handbook, where it also yeah. taught you how to make uh, explosives and napalm. And, yeah. Uh, uh, no. Yeah. I, I, well, that that's something that's super easy to make, and we're not going to get into it. But, yeah. Um, but you eat at Taco Bell. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey. So, <laughs> yeah, and and the fact is, like, say there one out of every two million people is going to have the potential to do something this horrific. Yeah. The fact that there are more and more people means that there are going to be more more of those uh, those wackos out there. So, and who knows what we're not hearing about of what's been diffused and what's been exactly. stopped so, before it happened yeah. so, and, and who decided not to bring the gun to school. Yeah, so fuck them, and the biggest, the best thing we can do is to continue with our um, our day to day and not live in fear. So yeah, yeah, just fuck them, and our hearts go out to those yeah. who are that was, by that was this. My, my my first reaction was was what I had said, and then I just went right back to work. I didn't know what else to do. I mean, I knew people yeah. who were paralyzed in front of the TV watching for every single update, and I just thought, what difference does it make? You know, I, I, the, the information will come. Yeah, hopefully, justice exactly. will come. It's not going to change anything, and it's not going to stop the fact that this is going to happen again. Yeah. And that's not, I, I did not ignore the facts. I didn't, you know, I was listening on the radio to the information as I, as I drove around, but the, the most, my immediate reaction was to get back to work. Yeah. Uh, so get back on the horse. Here are what people are doing right now. And who are living on with their lives. And I don't know if I approve wholly of PDG playing old DOS games while listening. Today it's Sid Meier's uh, Civilization. <laughs> are you playing uh, we're up to Cutthroat? Civ- we're up- no, he's playing Civilization. We're up to Civ Five, yeah. aren't we? Isn't that, that where we're at? Get, get, with the, get your head in the why game, didn't, uh, Why didn't Cutthroat get sequels and, and live on like, like some of the other Because they haven't games. found you yet to be the star of us. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mike Dessert, <laughs> who's you, listening uh, live, he is usually does chores around the house. Uh, Lou is homesick today. Hope you feel better. Oh, nuts. Yeah, and Jeff said uh, can't even feel safe in a public space anymore. No, we should absolutely feel safe. Right. And it's uh, your chances of getting hit by a drunk driver are greater than dying in, in a terrorist act. So, yeah. uh, but we still we drive. Um, and um, yeah, and Will Wilkins said that he got us on the air from his iPhone. He is Batman. Nice. Yeah, I'm convinced he That's is going to be the Batman. Yeah, he says he is the movie hackers. Yeah. 
And uh, America, we have our hero. And Noah's there listening for the first time live. So welcome, Noah. Welcome. And uh, yes, thank you guys so much. It's just the three of us today. Dan is working on the Veronica just Mars movie, which just closed its... Uh, it, it's Kickstarter. Kickstarter for how much? Five point something million dollars. Just it's a record nice. for a film. And uh, <laughs> we you normally have a musical bed, but instead we have Bill. Just, you and I just well, three so, of us. so you and I and I and me also. What were you doing yeah. yesterday that you were working so hard that you're giddy with music? I uh, I'm in pre-production on a lot of stuff. What? Um, I'm actually going to a prop warehouse after this, and then uh, doing a location scout, uh, tech scout. We have the location secured already for a pitch pilot. I'm partnered with one of the executive producers of Curb Your Enthusiasm, and we are shooting an internal five to six minute uh, pitch version of the pilot. Nice. You get all of the. It, it, it's kind of dense. It's got a lot of elements. Yeah. It's got a backstory. It's got it's got a lot going on. It's a lot to get across in a pitch. So we're actually shooting it. Uh, we're using the Red Epic. It's going to be broadcast quality. I got a couple um, actual genuine TV stars cast. Can you say who? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we haven't signed contracts because they're people that I've worked with before and people that I know and that the director knows. So who have you worked with before? Um, I once had a guest on a vaudeville show uh, by the name of Adam Bush, who was uh, mm. one of the villains on Buffy the Vampire Slayer yes. and is currently on the multi-camera comedy Men at Work. Nice. Oh, very good. He's a great guy. We, have, we share the same commercial agent. Um, at Madam at Madam underscore Macbeth gave a shout out on the twelfth to the Yale hockey team for making the Frozen Four in the NCAA tournament. Yes. They are actually the NCAA champions. So go Bulldogs! Congratulations! That's the first hockey score I've read ever. And he lives in LA, and the Kings won the Stanley Cup last year. First one. Disengage. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if I saw any of the hockey players at the fencing tournaments that we had at Yale. That would be one thing, but it never happened. So why should I go see their fucking games? But still, no. congratulations. <laughs> oh, Yako actually mentions also the other project I was uh, neck deep in, which I'm now in post on. We shot a teaser, like maybe a 15-second one-shot, all-in-one-take teaser for the Dave Made a Maze feature. Um, and we built, we actually built a maze in my apartment and smoked it up and shot in there. And um, I'm meeting the editor tonight. To clean it up and then doing sound design by the end of the week. Wow, congratulations. Nice. So it went well. Balls in the air, my boys. Balls in the air. I have a question for you guys because mm -hmm. I, I am ignorant to this. What does this mean for me? Sag after one union, daily contract for theatrical motion pictures. Is this, are you, this is for Ooh. Clerks 3? This is for um, Jay and Silent Bob. Oh, super right. groovy. I think it means you're going to get checks. Well, so um, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> we're going over contracts right now. If you just tuned in, yeah, it's contract hour on the Smodcast Morning Show on the Smodcast <laughs> Internet Radio Network. If you have your contract <laughs> questions, send them to at Nooner Dan Marty. Don't send them to me or Noonerpodcast at gmail.com. It means you're going to get random checks periodically, sometimes for as little as 72 cents. Uh -huh. I've gotten a one cent check. Have you really? Mm -hmm. What was that for? I have no idea, but I saved it. Nice. I'm not going to cash it. I'm going to save it. Yeah, that, that's when you it. save. Well, that's cool. Um, so that's, that's a good thing, then. It's a great yeah. thing. Yeah, you're on your way to stardom. Mm. Union strong. Welcome to the team. Nice. All right. <laughs> so we will get to the fun stuff, uh, but we're going to start off with some heavy shit. Yeah. Uh, the world prison population. You know who has the largest prison population in the world? Should Which we country? do uh, Melancholy News? Uh, do you remember the Melancholy News? I wasn't really I always assume that. it's the Hulk. It's uh, well, it could be the Hulk, but this is this was the melancholy. Oh, wait, 
like that. Song. I don't think that was it. <laughs> that wasn't I it. F- I feel bad. Oh, mel- that is very melancholy. I used to think it was pronounced melancholy. Um, yes, melancholy. I saw it in I Mad Magazine all the time. Sure. There was that running gag of like hey, a drunk asking a piano player to oh, play, play melancholy, melancholy baby. baby. Melancholy, but baby? I would only read it. I never heard it, so I was, I was like, "So will you sing us a little, baby? Sing a little melancholy, baby." I don't know the tune. I've never heard the cut. You don't know the lyrics, apparently. Either. I'm not so an old drunk. Well just jo- oh, working on it, boys. Working on it. He said it. <laughs> I was right <laughs> this whole time. Yeah. Wonderful. Like James has had this news. smile in his this face, waiting. I was time waiting for I was it. Right. All right. Well, this, this isn't melancholy. melancholy. This is more rageful and. Uh, so, the world prison population, you know which country has the, the most, the largest prison population? Us, I would assume. Okay. And do you know how, per, per capita, who has the largest? What's the difference? Well, one is the, the biggest population. We have oh, the biggest right, population right, right. of yes, 2.2 yes, yes, yes. million people in prison right now. I would say us again. Us as yeah. well, yes. You know who's second on that list? Russia. Huh. Uh, wow. But we are the... In terms of uh, per population, Does and that include in terms the of, secret prisons. So China has one and a half million people in prison, and that's out of a billion, one point four billion people. But they're all in one cell. And they're very small. Right. I know, but they, they don't complain people. because we, we we're we're very compliant people. <laughs> um, so that's that says something, right? We have two point two million people. That's like what you know, point eight percent of the population. Uh, and basically. In like around 30 years ago, there was a a uh, company that was formed called Correction Corp- Corrections Corporation of America, which is a for-profit prison company. So basically, they went to government and they said, "You give us the money, and we'll we'll run the prisons." Yeah. And this is the problem with sort of the the free market, so the libertarian standpoint of of you know less government. Then all of a sudden, the incentive for CCA or any of these corrections uh, corporations is to keep their populations high. Yeah, right. But the goal of the corrections, uh, the the whole part of the government, the the enforcement part of the government, is to reduce crime. So like the yeah. same same fundamental issue with the goal for the pharmaceutical companies is to keep you buying pills, not for you to actually change your lifestyle and become healthy. Uh, sure. Yeah. Just say yes. I never contributed on these things. And I finally had a point. Yeah. For fuck's sake. Were you so anti-bill today? No. What? I'm old. My points don't count. Can't pronounce words. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, so, yeah, no, it's it's similar. Yeah. But thank you. The uh, So, anyhow, this is the problem. And, you know, in uh, California, let's see, uh, just get my notes. Uh, like, when... The uh, the governor the governor was governor. He mm-hmm. he increased the p- prison population, uh, the the private prison uh, funding by hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh, and so the the number of people in private prisons over the past nineteen years has increased in the U.S. by sixteen hundred percent. Jeez. Wow. All right. Wow. And so for a drug offender to be in prison, uh, it costs around thirty eight thousand dollars a year. So that's what it costs the government. Yeah. So. When you think about like you know no taxes and you think about the the role of government, it should be to decrease crime. Yeah. And if you're spending thirty eight thousand dollars per person on these criminals, and then you're sending them to private corporations, you're not really addressing the problem. No. 
uh, in Indiana, Indiana, Mike Pence is the uh, the governor there, and he is uh, you know they there's a huge prison lobby. You know they they spend millions of dollars a year trying to get these lawmakers to increase penalties and to increase crime. So they're trying to make uh, marijuana possession a, a felony there, so that they can again increase the prison population. Yeah. Uh, so. That's I, I'm just interested. If there are any uh, libertarians out there who have a, a, can weigh in on this, I'm just curious what, what how you would solve this, and where where does government step in, or where, where should they step out? Because if you took that money, you know, first of all, if you decriminalized uh, drug offenses, that's a huge deal. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it wasn't just the private prisons; it was also the war on drugs that that increased the prison population. Yeah. and then. Uh, so you do that, but also at the same time you have to increase education. You have to to do all the things that decrease crime. That decrease crime. And yeah. what the what Schwarzenegger did was very short sighted, and I can't help but think that he was in the pockets of, of oh, of course, uh, the big big prison. Yeah. So uh, just something you know, <laughs> I bring these things up. They never really end up in any sort of substantive discussion, (laughs) but hopefully these are things that you haven't thought of, but that exist out there that get you thinking, Um, because I don't have an answer, uh, but it is something that that I know bothers me. Um, To to bring up another theme that you can shit on... um the, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Have another sip of coffee. Yeah. Okay, hurry. Uh, <laughs> I can't hold up for much longer. Um, <laughs> our discussion about uh, gun control and and what I was mentioning about and, and things we've discussed here about the healthcare system and this and the prison system as well. Uh, it, it there does seem to be a a, a fundamental um, flaw culturally in addressing things after the fact, putting tr- trying to trying right. to trying to cure or solve or fix things in in a completely skewed way instead of uh preventative preventative medicine preventative health care um you Absolutely. know the, uh, the, discu- the the discussion of mental health when it comes to gun control issues but that's a very difficult thing for a two-year congressperson to to give a metric and say look at what what i did 20 years ago also when we're know. talking about the campaign you know raising funds for for campaigns i mean the the there's too much money to be made from guns. There's too much money to be made from private prisons, and there's too much money to be made by pharmaceutical companies. Right. And if you're gonna if you're gonna step on those toes, you're gonna cut off a huge amount of funding for reelection. And they have the resources to run a campaign that's gonna bury you. Right. Exactly. And to give you some uh, some perspective, so per hundred thousand people in the U.S., seven hundred and thirty-seven are in prison. Okay, that's yeah. that's point seven percent of the population. Mm-hmm. In Norway, for every 100,000 people, there are 66 people in prison. Wow. Uh, in Germany, it's 94. And in England, it's 148. So, What is it in Ireland? Those fuckers in Ireland, it's, all kinds it's, of shit. Well, in Northern <laughs> Ireland, it's, it's very low. It's uh, seven, really? That's 79. where a lot of the terrorism and... Uh... Yeah, but the terrorism is different from crime. And terrorism is much rarer. But uh, I'm, And also, they don't... They don't get all litigious if for a ballroom. I mean, a barroom brawl. That's just right. that's yeah. just Thursday night, you know. Uh, <laughs> Yako says in Holland, soft drugs are legal, like weed, and uh, they had to close some prisons even now because of underpopulation. Oh, that we should be so lucky. We should be so lucky. Like in California, they had to farm them out to to other states. Yeah, because there's so many people. Because there's so many. And then in what they do in uh, in places, there was a, a story about Louisiana. They these uh, local jails, uh, Louisiana rain. All right, no, yeah, keep going. 
So the um, down my shoe. they get paid by these prison corporations for getting inmates, or, or you know, or they get paid by the government for having uh, inmates in their jail. Yeah. So it's really important for them to have people in their jail, yeah, so they the arrest people and they hold them. All the incentives so, are steering us away from so, cultural solutions, right? Yeah. Because it's about money instead of uh, instead of crime, mm-hmm. yeah. and so that's yes. Just think, getting you thinking. I think they also make them wear those wooden shoes over there. That stops crime a lot. If you have to wear those for more than an Clogged. hour. You know yeah. why you, know you, you say something? is wearing them right now. Yeah. <laughs> and, and nothing else. And by the else. way, he, he's selling cigarettes and scratch tickets. <laughs> nothing else. You know why they uh, you, you say something clogs up the, the works? Yeah. They would, in protest, uh, they would take off the wooden shoes, the clogs, uh-huh. and throw them in the gears of the mill. And the gears would grind to a close and they'd That's clog up the works. That's what clogging up the works is yeah. from? Wow. I think the name of the shoe came first, and then using it as a and verb. Then, yeah, nice. Wow, that's that's interesting. See, I contribute. Dun, 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 dun. Ne- there was never a question. Even uh, so, <laughs> Puck and, at Puck and Bay said, even in Canada, we have right wing party in power, and our prisons are overcrowded, even with gun laws and lax weed laws. Sure, but yeah. again, I think you have to figure out, you know, what what are the the underlying uh, mechanisms there, and like, I don't know if they have a private prisons there. I imagine they would. Yeah. Um, so, anyhow. Um, Plus, our brothers to the north have always been lawless bastards. Yeah. <laughs> you guys got to bring back the Mounties. Do you realize half our listeners are in Canada? I'm a huge... I'm, I'm pro-Canada. Right. I've been they, to Montreal. I even think I've Jonathan, who's, who's the one times. local listener we have, is from Canada. Yeah, I, I went to Camp Adanac, which is Canada spelled backwards up in Manitoulin Island. I know more about nice. Canada than you fuckers. Yeah. Wow. God, he's got my angry. claws out this morning. He's He's wearing clogs. <laughs> so and I'm doing this without coffee. Ah, what? So I'll be super mellow in the second half. Nice. What happened with you and coffee? Um, it's an experiment. <laughs> yeah, I get. I, I have a lot going on today, and I was worried that I would have too many thoughts at once. Uh, yeah, and it would negatively affect everything I'm trying to get done today. Measuring yourself. I am. Um, yeah. For those who don't know, I'm I'm doing the month of April as a vegan, uh, ah. in honor of Jonathan, uh, and. It's something I don't like to talk about because nobody likes hearing a vegan talk about being vegan. No, you know, it's the, really. The, yeah. the joke is, it's how do you know if somebody's vegan? Oh, they'll be the first to tell you. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry, um, they'll tell you. Uh, it's pretty fun. How's it's your piping? Oh, uh, uh, these pipes are clean. Uh, did, it, did it start out that way, or was there an no, adjustment period? No, there was no adjustment period. Uh, but I mean, eating tons of vegetables, and it's certainly of a different. <laughs> Uh, not to get <laughs> yeah, deep into it. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, let's talk consistency. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Content. But it, it's fun to, to try to think up things to eat uh, yeah. uh, without using like fake meat and fake cheese. Um, and uh, so that's been interesting, expanding my diet. Like last night, just having tacos that had, there was no fake meat, no fake cheese and just like having delicious things covered in sour cream though right uh that's not vegan but vegan sour cream is <laughs> no 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 sour cream is that a euphemism for no nope. gentleman's relish yeah i think <laughs> i think even krampus is is uh vegan too yeah krampus that's why he's so mean Souls are vegan. <laughs> i like to grind soy powder my morning cereal <laughs> uh, uh but I've also not been drinking and for this month, and that's been... There are vegan beers, if that's part of the... Uh, no, concern. it's just sort of a clean living thing. Ah, and yeah. and it's so boring not drinking. <laughs> it's just like... 
I've been I've been going binge and purge with drinking because I I drink too much. So then I'm like, ah, I'm not drinking for a while. And then I'm like, God, I'm bored. Uh, yeah, I went to burning a, it down tonight. I did right. a I, I closed a play this weekend and oh, just I never be, did see it. I'm sorry. That's all right. And then at the closing night, you know, just everyone's around me getting drunk, and I'm just sitting there thinking. I just want to go home. <laughs> I just want to go home. <laughs> People are so annoying. I am. I would want to be this annoying person, please. Right. But I'd just rather go home or be drunk. With <laughs> Have you, you given yourself a date? Are you saying I'm, I'm yeah. just going to live clean in April and see what happens? Or are you going like yeah. a three month plan or something? No. So friends of mine own a restaurant, and they were giving me shit about about it and uh, about going vegan because they it's a seafood restaurant. But then yeah. they. Uh, and then he was also giving me shit about not going to the restaurant because I haven't been because it's expensive. But uh, so I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. go. I'm gonna go at the at the beginning of May. So it'll be fun. Um, and then I've also I have this condition called. Uh, this is very weird talking about myself. I don't mm-hmm. do that. Uh, called cluster headaches. And I don't know yeah. if you guys are familiar with them, but it sounds awful. They're sounds, very yeah. very painful. And every couple of years they'll hit me, and then you get around you know a couple headaches a day. Or it varies from person to person. It's and not it's, migraines. It's a it's a it's a vascular headache like migraines, but it's it's much shorter. But the pain is much more intense. It's like a stabbing pain behind one eye. Mm. Uh, oh, yeah. And there's nothing there. These nothing that really works well, uh, except for, uh, and this is this is not any. I'm not prescribing this to anybody. Yeah. This is something that's been. It, it's works there, for you. It works for me. They're studying at at Harvard right now, but it's it's small doses of mushrooms. Hmm. So basically, psychotropic psychotropic mushrooms, mushrooms, Ah. psilocybin, which I believe is legal in. uh, Let us know, Yako. Is that legal in uh, Holland? I I think I know they have like uh, those. When you're done tripping balls, look it up for us. Psychedelic (laughs) truffles, yeah. Um, So, but you do a small dose, like a quarter of what would normally you would normally take, Mm -hmm. and it can abort a headache. Um, which is, I mean, it's it's kind of magical, and then yeah. and then it reduces the frequency of it. And but I, I'm still getting them. But the other day, you know, I, I had one in the morning, mm-hmm. and so I I had some mushrooms, and then so I did a small dose of it. Just you know, it was a gram, which is mm-hmm. you know, like four grams is a dose uh, for tripping. I don't care for it. I don't like to trip it. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I did by it by design. Yeah, by design. And then I like expecting it to be very mild, you know, you just sort of see things. And then, yeah. and I had an audition that day. And Oops. So I drove oh, to this audition, just drove? tripping balls. <laughs> you drove? I drove. Yeah. Oof. But it, it hit me as I was driving. Oh, that's and oh, it's much worse. And so yeah. basically what awesome. it does, it, you know, it's flooding your brain with, with uh, serotonin and, and uh, you're hyper aware of things in a very weird way. And so it makes it feel like time is going slower because you're processing a lot more information. That 20-minute drive felt like it took two years. (laughs) (laughs) And then I get there, and I'm just, like, waiting, and I'm I'm thinking, this is what it's like to be insane because I can't deal with anything, but I know it's going away. So I imagine, like, okay, if this never went away, I would would be insane, and it would just make things worse and worse and worse. So That's one of the reasons I don't do a lot of drugs, because I lose faith in that this will go away. Right. But when it does... This too shall pass. That's not something I process very well in in an altered state. But thankfully, it did go away by the time I got called into the audition. Oh, nice. uh, Yeah, but even then, you're still sort of recovering, and you're just like, wow, I made it. I'm, I'm on the ground. And... uh and then, so I had a call back yesterday. This is just for a Walmart commercial. 
there is nothing worse than being in an, in an audition when you know you fucked it up and you're still in the room and they're just like, so they like they bring in they bring in they brought in two of us at the same time and then they're they're walking us through these actions you know you're shaving in the mirror now look at yourself look to the right look to the left and then this guy's doing it look to the right look to the left and like all right look really proud of yourself and then I do it and then I'm starting to do it and they're like and then the director says uh, all right turn to the left and uh, and he looks to the producer we're good right oh jeez. <laughs> I'm just like ah yeah. I should have taken mushrooms. Why didn't I? That was the equation. Come down off of mushrooms. Act really great. Okay, you're shaving. You look in the mirror. You start seeing paisley designs. (laughs) Actually, if you've ever seen, looked at shaving cream while you're on mushrooms, it's kind of crazy. Um, Oh, my God. Now, blow a kiss to the devil in the mirror. (laughs) What? Give us a kiss. I want your psychedelic soul, Marty. This is such a clean shave. <laughs> oh All right. my God. I also found out <laughs> that... This is the new spokesman for yeah. Walmart. <laughs> I found that smoking crack helps alleviate you uh, having a job, <laughs> right. uh, respect. Um, yeah, you can, yeah, you can shed a lot of things easily that way. Yeah. So we got... Uh, yeah, see, as soon as... I, I talked about veganism for maybe 30 seconds and Yako says I'm a vegetarian and I don't even like the vegan talk yeah um do you I actually meant to ask you about this not that I'm curious I had steak and eggs for breakfast this morning I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm never going back and that's my third steak and eggs this week mm-hmm. um but do you I, I and on a vegan diet do you end up finding yourself needing to eat like every two hours I don't find myself needing to eat I just find myself hungry all the time so. So, kind of the same thing. Functionally equivalent. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I just, yeah, you, you nibble all the time. Yeah. So I've got lots of, like, fruit around. And and you, you know. just, on a day where you're, like, hitting auditions and on the run and, and coming here and stuff, do you just have a bag full of, like, snacks? Uh, no. I, I just, just go home and eat, you yeah. know. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's good. It's good to feel hungry once in a while. <laughs> I'm always hungry. Yeah. Because I had steak and eggs like an hour ago, and I'm staring at this banana. It's not long for this world. That that, that kind of sounded like I cut myself so that I know I'm alive. <laughs> it kind of had that feel. Yeah. Too. No, I mean it is it it is interesting. It's good to be hungry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think I you know, and I lost a, a weight the first week, and then now it's sort of leveled off because I think I've just found like I'm eating a lot more quantity of food, mm-hmm. but yeah. uh, ultimately the same. Um, Do you have any kind of caloric. exercise routine? Yeah, yeah, I run every are you, day. Are you able to, you get lightheaded nah. when you're running on the new diet? Mm-mm. No. Cool. No. So, um, nice. All right, that's all I'm going to talk about, that bullshit. Uh, so, what did somebody, somebody sent something about the Man of Steel uh, trailer. Did anyone? Oh, um, yeah. Grant that? said that. He said, uh, General Zod's message, um, a new trailer coming soon. Uh yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about Zack Snyder. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. I mean, I like some of the stuff he did. I like certainly like Dawn of the Dead. Um, Superman, I, I could give or take. Uh, I did see the, there is a, you know, DC does these uh, cartoons. Mm-hmm. Um, the, these, well, I'm sure they don't call them cartoons. Animated features yeah. that are straight to video <laughs> based, based on comic books. And they did do the, um, the, uh, the Dark Knight series. They oh, did, yeah, and nice. I recommend everybody see it. it. It was very, very true to the the original story. Even for, how about uh, animation styles? Animation to Frank st- Miller's drawings. Uh, 
yeah, I mean, it's a weird blend of like the the sort of very like the Dark Knight uh, or the TV series, you know, that animation, yeah, the the Batman, um, whatever the the, the, squ- the more squared square-ish, or blocky, yeah, yeah, blocky stuff with some some of the imagery from uh, that Frank Miller did, the yeah. sort of negative space stuff and, and the sagging faces and yeah. the, the lines in the face, yeah. the pale. And they did a really good job of it. And Peter Weller plays Batman. Oh and, God, I love Peter oh, Weller. And wow. he does a good job. Yeah. yeah. And the, and you know, he's, he has the weight in his voice and the age that really makes it work. That's yeah. a that's it, brilliant casting. So yeah, I, I, I was, in, I enjoyed watching that. Murphy. Nice. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> that good. Uh, so, I think it was on one of Kevin's podcasts that we're talking about who would win between uh, Batman, Superman, and Spider-Man. I think well, you guys was. know um, that uh, Superman was created by two high school kids in Cleveland. Yes. Simon, Simon and Schuster. All right. Let's, we're Siegel, talk, and, we're, Siegel and Schuster. We're talking I mean, about, Siegel and Schuster. We're talking about veganism. But we're back to that. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Cleveland. Hey, hey I, like, I want to go back to Mike. You're all fucking uh, welcome. Without Cleveland, you wouldn't have Superman. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, Mike Dessert is that how it's pronounced? Dessert uh, at convincing Mike at convincing Mike. Uh, come on, Bill Gates and other similarly rich people, get Marty. your shit together and fund a superhero. Supervillains are here. Well, that's talking about Boston earlier, but it's true because Stan Lee doesn't he have a show? Uh, oh, they had that superhero where he's yeah. looking oh, for yeah. super. I think it's happening. I think he's once he finds the team that he want, he really wants. He's going to call together. Bill and say, hey, look, motherfucker. I got a plan. I got a plan. I got the people. Let's put it together. I got a mansion out in, where was it at? Uh, Connecticut or? Westchester, the- Massachusetts was the uh, X-Mansion. X-Mansion, yeah, that was Westchester. Or Westchester, New York, sorry. Um, I think it could happen. So, I think it was Kevin who said that Batman would beat Superman. That seems unlikely. That seems unlikely. Um, I mean, he would cheat. Well, that's okay. Yeah. It's okay to cheat. Well, but Superman then, probably wouldn't cheat. And but. and spoiler alert: uh, in the Dark Knight, they do go at it. And uh, but he cheats like hell, if I remember correctly. Uh, sure, but uh, if that's what it takes to beat Superman, I went to uh, for Superman's fiftieth birthday. There was a huge comic convention in Cleveland, and that was the first time oh, wow. I ever uh, went to a comic convention and realized that everybody who likes what I like doesn't shower as often as I shower. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and by the way, that's only every two weeks yeah. from now. But uh, uh, I, at the time, I was writing and drawing comics with my friends. Like in high school, we had these comic book characters based on ourselves. This whole X Men ripoff was all cl- we were just channeling Chris Claremont stuff because yeah. he was our big guy. Um, you know, and there was like us, but with powers and girlfriends. Actually, yeah. even then, I didn't have a girlfriend. Even in the fucking fantasy world of comic books. Uh, Will Watson did not have a girlfriend, um, but uh, <laughs> we went um, to the convention and met uh, George Perez was one of the artists I remember. I meeting. love George. Yeah, yeah I love his George. stuff. Yeah, his um, Wonder Woman stuff was awesome. Everyone was signing uh, signing stuff like to, to, to Geneva Comics was what we called our comic company because yeah. we were drawing, writing, and drawing out in Geneva, Ohio, and uh, everyone was like autographing like "Good luck, Geneva Comics," all the stuff. It's, that was a huge, nice. was a huge deal. That's that like I felt like God. I'm I'm in the swim. Yeah, <laughs> you know I'm hanging out with industry peers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not peers, but all right. <laughs> so the debate over Superman versus Batman not interesting to anybody. I mean, I, it seemed to me it seems illogical. Yeah, Captain. Right. To even <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, there's one guy's a allies. fucking. He's a super alien that draws has strength because of our planet's right you know yeah that's uh, i guess that's what i felt 
but Sometimes. it's not even worth. I mean, but you know, Kevin made it. Uh, uh, might not have been Kevin, but like he's the world's greatest detective, and he has a database of all the stuff um, Batman does of how to defeat all his enemies, which is one of the you know they that was a Justice League. Um, yeah. Thread and kryptonite stuff. You just make make kryptonite yeah, weapons. Yeah, but he can work. He can go super fast. You know, he can just use heat vision and like make yeah. make his heart explode. Yeah, just microwave his heart. How about or, or just fuck with him for a little bit when when he sits down to type up. All right, I got a super database. Yeah, lasers. Yeah, your computer's right. burned. Hey, hey there's you no computer. You busted my computer. <laughs> I see. It does seem like you just grab his neck and snap it, and you're like, yeah. oh, that, All that right, and that's long. over. Uh, yeah. By the way, at Scott, Spider-Man. at SGA47, <laughs> yeah. he said that he also suffers from uh, from cluster, cluster headaches. headaches. Oh, I don't know if it was cluster headaches, but he suffers from headaches. Uh, and he was put on... It was uh, cluster hemorrhoids. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, All right, I'll give it to myself. Where is he? <laughs> that sounds really painful. Yeah. But he was put on uh, blood pressure meds. I've that done... is the sound you would make if you had cluster, <laughs> cluster hemorrhoids. hemorrhoids. The funny thing is, when I first got, got diagnosed, uh-huh. uh, I was living with Dan at the time, and they gave me uh, just a huge thing of, of painkillers. Yeah. And the painkillers take like an hour to, to kick in, and yeah. they never really worked. So, of course... Dan and took, took them all, <laughs> and then course, and then yeah. they were like, "We're going to the drugstore to refill your prescription for yeah. painkillers." <laughs> I did. I uh, hurt my back a couple of weeks ago. I did not do well on, and I had it was just naproxen, just hardcore Aleve. Yeah, and uh, this is when we were shooting the movie up in Santa Barbara, and I was just hopped up on goofballs for like three days. I couldn't. Wow. My From stomach that? hurt. Yeah, my oh. stomach hurt. My my head. I did not have access to my vocabulary. I was. Just, it was. It was like being on this show. Uh, <laughs> hey, now you know why we give you shit. <laughs> so Darren, speaking of giving you shit, says Superman, the most boring superhero created in Cleveland. I could live without him. Also the most internationally successful and recognized superhero of all time. Doesn't mean he's good. That's like saying One Direction is the most, you know, recognized boy. One Direction is fleeting. Superman celebrating his 75th birthday. Oh, you do you do not know that. Superman's lived longer than you will, Marty. Harry Styles will live forever in my heart. So fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> Yako says, haven't seen the last Superman. Should I see that one before seeing the new one or just skip it? You talking about Emo Man? Super Emo? I didn't see that one either. Yeah, don't. It's terrible. It was Brandon, well, Brandon Ruff? Yeah, it just... It, it was too emo. I would like to see that Superman and the last emo fucking Spider-Man. Uh, <laughs> have a dance-off? Have a dance-off dance and tongue kiss. I don't know. They're, it's fucking... It's <laughs> very weepy, those two. Uh yeah, I I guess it it didn't really strike me as being interesting at all. Like uh, there, there's a single mother thing, isn't that? Yeah, it know? was like too real. It was like yeah. depressing. Like uh, I thought we were here to be lifted up and cheer for a hero, not fucking go cut yourself. Right. That's what we were yelling. I can't. Yeah, I'm too <laughs> strong. I'm too strong. Did you guys uh, file your taxes yesterday? Uh, did you probably uh, you did, did it like three months ago. No, I did them a week ago. A week yeah. ago. I owed I owed a lot of money. Oh, little Richie Richer. Oh, I was. I, I thought that was a bad thing. I thought that meant you did something wrong. That means yeah. that you had a very successful year. I had a very successful year. Well, oh, cool. Richie Rich. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, of course. I I was like it was like five thirty, and it's like oh shit, I should probably send this extension out. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> right? Come on, Marty. Are you, you're you not don't one do of those. anything. You're not one oh, of those that's God. on the news at eleven o'clock the night of, and they show here's the line at the uh, post office, and right. people fucking cars lined in. 
No, I, I sneak behind the cameras out of shame. <laughs> it's just, you know, the guy who does my taxes, he's such an asshole. But he does a really good job, on, and I just hate going, so I just put it off. What's but, the thing you don't dig about him? Is he just aggressive? Uh, he's just, he's loud, and he he takes forever. He likes to be surrounded by people, so he books... Ugh. Like you, you go to his office and there are like ten people waiting, and I've waited there for eight hours to see him, and, wow. yeah. and it's just like learn how to schedule. But he likes yeah. to be surrounded by people. So, anyhow, uh, if you're listening, um, I'm not going to give his name because he might fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Mike so insightfully says, if Batman acquires kryptonite, he could beat Superman. Yeah, that's what I'm. Batman imagine. has kryptonite. Yeah, he, he's got it. He's got it he's all. He's got everything. Yeah. Um, it's Morgan Freeman can uh, come up with that shit anytime. Oh yeah, of course. Um, the interesting fact, you know what will be missing from uh, the new Superman, the Man of Steel? I give up. Kryptonite. Really? Really? It's not written into the script. There's no. I read a story on uh, I think it was Yahoo hmm. um, News, and yeah, they decided no, nah, we're not going to do the Kryptonite. So he has thing. no weaknesses. So there's right. no weakness. <laughs> So it's just him just kicking yeah. ass. But I think he gets a venereal disease, so ah, that, right. that may uh, uh, slow yeah. him up. He does, yeah, they, didn't, they never mentioned him having a super immune system, like Wolverine. Yeah. But what he, if that <laughs> He just gets the Wolverine. flu and dies. <laughs> well, there was, a, there was that, that Larry Niven essay about like how Superman, his sperm would be super, so he could never impregnate you know, Lois Lane and... Um, well, first of all, it would shoot through her spine. <laughs> wouldn't, there's no way. <laughs> what, oh. uh, yeah, there's that, too. Jesus. <laughs> that would have been that essay really short. He fucked her once. Yeah. Once. That was pretty much it. Yeah. Um, so uh, we are at the top of the hour. Uh-huh. Already? Well, because we started we late. We started late. Right. So sorry, people who are listening on the podcast, but we started late. So um, I believe that's your cue. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the top of the hour. Listen to the Smod Coast Morning Show on the Smodcast Internet Radio Networks. All right. Yeah. And you can tweet us in at Nooner Dan Marty and email us at Noonerpodcast at gmail.com. Yako asked where you can see these movies I keep talking about that I'm making. I don't know that any of them are any good. Um, that's a spirit. And so, uh, <laughs> a, lot of, sell it. a lot of what I've been doing is uh, is in post right now and hasn't, I haven't had any release dates. I've had a bunch of shorts that have gone to festivals, one that made it all the way to Cannes. Um, was in one feature that uh, played at the Cleveland International Film Festival. Um, Any features that have made it to the theaters? Uh, Nesting had a theatrical release. I just had a, I had a very small role in it, but it did have a... There are no small roles. And the uh, director of Nesting is the guy I'm doing the pitch pilot with. Uh-huh. Nice. What is Nesting? Nesting... Uh, do you know Todd Grinnell? He's nope. a comedian. Very <laughs> funny. Um, and Allie Woman's last name is the, the woman in it. It's a, kind of an indie comedy about... Allie Woman's last name. Yeah, about right, right. Uh, a hipster couple that uh, realizes they miss getting drunk and going to shows. And you know, they have all this expensive stuff in their nice house. And they, they miss being... They miss their 20s, basically. And they kind of yeah. go back to Silver Lake, break into an apartment, and crash. And sort of try to relive their 20s. It's very funny. It's a lot of fun. And the delightful Erin Gray is in it. Oh. Yeah. She's not wearing purple spandex, unfortunately, but she's she's still very pretty. Erin Gray, boy. I was like, Silver Spoons was like the ultimate for me. Silver Spoons? I was Buck Rogers. Well, no, no, no. Getting tight outfits. Sure. But the Erin Gray and Tempest, the video game. Yes. Like, that was it. 
That's all Tempest, I needed. I it, love it, Tempest. Tempest is awesome. I could never figure out how to play it. There was the dial and a, and a fire button, but I yep. could never. And I then would watch people play, and I was like, I have no idea Smart what bomb. you're doing. That's the yeah. thing. You just go. Yeah. But what yeah. are you shooting? Are you, are you everything? I, I you're trying to avoid out. getting spiked. Yeah, and then you're getting the little like vector things that are coming yeah. at you. I don't know why that wasn't like that. That hasn't come back. Like, I, yeah, I, I should could be not rebooted. figure out how to play it. I bet that would be amazing. Uh, it was just a. It was a great rush. Yeah, yeah. And fucking Ricky Schroeder got it. Like he in his uh, room. Yeah, that yeah. motherfucker. Um, and, and then of course train? Buck Rogers. Did we, call, we talked about Buck Rogers last week, right? Did we? Yes, we yeah. did. Gil right. Gerard. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Man, so, I watched the pilot for that recently. Whew. It does not really hold up. I don't care. I will watch it There's again and some again. Super cheesy blocking and like, yeah, weak stunts and like, it just, <laughs> everything takes forever. Everything takes forever in watching old '80s television. Yeah. Because they knew how to take their time back then. But there's like there's like this three. <laughs> well, I think I watched the. It wasn't Hill Street. No, yeah, it was Hill Street Blues. And then um, what was the one with uh, Dennis Farina? Uh, the NYPD noir. blue NYPD. No, the uh, the noirish one, the period one, Crime Story. Oh, Crime Story, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's this like three minute sequence of a guy just like sneaking around a house and a woman in a window, and it's like this could have been cut together to be three seconds. Yeah, oh, you so know, you're it, part it of the went internet on age. and on and on. Yeah, but it's not good storytelling. There was no information. I wasn't learning anything about any of the characters. Um. I wasn't learning anything about the storyline. The plot wasn't being moved forward. It was just a guy walking. And it wasn't like a guy walking like uh, in Point Blank. Where yeah. You're like, oh, I'm learning everything I need to know about Lee Marvin right now. But yeah. The way he walks in Point Blank. It wasn't that. It was just like, oh, God, this is taking forever. This is just staged really slowly. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so Apple, you know, one reason I don't have an iPhone is because I don't like the way that the censorship uh they do on the App Store. And by the way, today's episode brought to you by Apple's. App I don't know Store. about this. Tell me more. Uh, well, you know they 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 have very strict criteria for what goes on content wise, and so like there have been things that have been taken off because they have. Uh, well, recently there was a, a comic book that was taken out because. Um, uh, well, they say. I mean, there's some controversy about it, but because it depicted gay characters in it. Um, Apple's anti-gay? Well, no, I think that they just, they're very, very... Uh, pro-straight? They're, they're very pro-straight. No, they, they don't like anything of controversy. In, and so there have been some political things that have been taken down. Um, but uh, How ironic when their products are probably used to download more porn than <laughs> any other product yeah, in the world. Yeah, but there are there's no porn app you know other than the, the, yeah. brown, the safari browser yeah uh, <laughs> the biggest one of all yeah and so it's interesting like you know back in the day there used to be the the comic book authority you know the yeah. the little sticker that was on yeah. each oh, yeah, code yeah. comics yeah. code and that sort of fell by the wayside uh uh, like the Hayes Code, like the Hayes Code film. for films, exactly. Um, but there is no, there is no MPAA for for comic books, is there? Like we, you know, the Hayes Code was sort of supplanted by the MPAA, right? But, I don't but, know if what, they have to be. Are they self police? Because I know Marvel was doing like a, a mature line. Yeah, like I mean, they had they had a Punisher that was kind of sanitized, and they had yeah. like the mature line where you could swear, and it was more violent. Even Archie Comics broke from the the Comics Code in 2011. You know, really? and they had like a gay marriage in, in uh, Archie last year. Yeah, and uh, huh. DC Comics. I just, didn't know they were still publishing Archie X. Um, <laughs> oh, sure. Even more surprisingly, um, 
And how then did Betty, uh, how did the well, how did they update uh, Betty and Veronica? Made them hotter. I don't think you could do that. <laughs> they were, well, really I know what you're going to be high. buying at the comic book store. They today. were really hot. So in Batgirl 19, the DC Comics introduced the first uh, transgendered character. Oh uh, wow! Yeah, who was that? Uh, her Aquaman. Room- no, her her roommate. Um, <laughs> and uh, oh, it's just a supporting character. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And of course, she's hot. Um, but <laughs> is it like, uh, like you- no transgender person I've ever seen? But have you um, read the? Uh, uh, have you read the story? Um, is it is it just sort of a, a cheap gag, or do they actually no, no, do something gag. with it? No, it's it's just. Well, I think you know. I think a lot of it is to, frankly, to get readership. I mean, yeah. it, get, it gets yeah. like now people know that there's a bad girl that's been going on for 19 issues. Did you know that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then you know you put Green Lantern, take him out of the closet, and then all of a sudden you you get headlines. Um, Did they they had gay Green Lantern? Uh, I believe so. I think it was. I knew they had Gay North Man? Star back in the day. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That that was the first one that Canadian, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was gay, which and is Canadian. just right across the lake from Cleveland. You know. Yeah, but I didn't you know. say I didn't say anything. Yeah, <laughs> he was he was French Canadian. Uh, yeah. So the, the I guess uh, in t- last year there was a gay Green Lantern, mm-hmm. um, Alan Scott, uh, former married father of two, was a. Uh, uh, Oh, so he's the Earth 2 um, Green Lantern. Ah, uh, so, okay. Oh, so he can be gay. So he can be gay. He's <laughs> yeah. in another dimension. <laughs> he's from the gay time. Earth. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the alternative Earth. <laughs> but it, what's funny is that they uh, they made this decision after uh, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> oh, right. Like, well, they're like, uh, he's fucking a, gay. Or, or all of a sudden, like, a lot of gay people were buying. <laughs> yeah, Lantern, all of a sudden right? it's, oh, okay, well. Ryan Reynolds got all beefed up. Um, fellow Canadian, Ryan Reynolds Canadian. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, fucking everywhere. <laughs> Why do you hate Canada? I don't. I'm just surprised. <laughs> They're fucking everywhere. Hey, look at there's a pi- <laughs> where's it? There's a picture of you on IMDb, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, that is from my uh, pet food commercial, Purina Beneful commercial. Oh, that's my mom's favorite work that I've done. Really? What was the dog's name? Uh, Hudson. Hudson. Golden nice. Retriever. They actually had three. Stunt dogs, because to get them excited, you're re- rewarding them with treats. So you have treats in your pocket, in your hands, and it looks like they're jumping and playing with you, but they're really trying to get the treats. But once they have, once they're satiated, then they don't jump around anymore. Because like I'm not hungry, <laughs> yeah. so why the fuck would I do that? Um, so they they rotate out uh, different stunt dogs. Oh really? Uh, although Hudson was the youngest and the prettiest on camera, and I think he Purtiest. he meant he he was sort of the key. He was the hero dog, is what they yeah, call it. Yeah, it's dog. a it's a bay in Canada too. You know, the Hudson Bay. Yeah. Weren't there? There were battles fought there too. I'm there? just trying to keep it Canadian. That's oh. all I'm trying to do. Uh, just that's what we do here on the morning show. This morning show, keeping it Canadian. <laughs> so uh, I was curious about. Well, well, hold on. About the uh, the worst job you've ever had. And to give you an example, Ooh. there is a guy named Casey James who was working uh, in Casey James. You better. Or Casey James, Casey James Fury, who lived in Portland, Maine, uh, as a shipyard worker, and he wanted to uh, get out of work. And so what did he do? He lit some fire to some rags on a nuclear submarine because he wanted to go home. Guess how much that fire cost? 
Oh, uh, let's see. $12 million? $450 million Jesus in damage. Christ. Oh because he didn't want to fucking be at work. All taxpayer money, too, right? Oh, yeah. Taxpayer Thanks. money. Thanks, dude. Yep. Thanks, buddy. I know where my... Uh, I mean, that is unfucking believable. And he, so he was sentenced to 17 years in prison because he didn't want to go to work that day. Call in sick. What a fucking yeah. moron. Uh, sorry. Get another gig. Yeah. Or, was yeah. He, was, or was don't he military be lazy or is this... Uh, no, I don't private think was, sector. Uh, I think it was a military. I don't think that there are any s- nuclear subs that aren't military. But yeah. he was. He, <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's um, true. Yeah, this is nuclear the, vessels. Hopefully, any. <laughs> we, are are looking, we are looking for the nuclear vessels. <laughs> so he, uh, yeah, it took a, twelve hours and a hundred firefighters to to get the submarine oh, back uh, extinguished. You think those uh, firefighters wanted to go to work, man? In a nuclear sub? Yeah. That was on fire. <laughs> so he's ordered to pay back $400 million. So he basically got off away with uh, got, got away with $50 million. That's, that's what I'm, yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's fucked. But well, anyhow, yeah, uh, I, think I guess was, he didn't like his job. Uh, yeah, probably not. I was, that's why I was asking. Was he actually in the military or is he a no, private? I, I think he was, he okay, was a contractor. Contractor, all right. Because if he was in the military, he would still be getting raped right. by every man yeah. on board that ship yeah. right now. Uh, so is there a job that – like what's the worst job you guys have had? Oy. Tweet in at Nooner I, Dan uh, Marty. Because clearly these the, fuckers got nothing. No, I got, I got way some. too much. I don't know where to yeah. begin. Um, by the way, Mike, who was writing about Brian K. Vaughn. Brian K. Vaughn is from Cleveland. Um, I Fuck you, Mike. took a job. <laughs> uh, I lasted one day, the, the training day only. Um, it was uh, some classmates of mine. I didn't know them, but we had gone to college together. They saw it on my resume and called me up. Um, hey, and it was, college boy. It was one of those yeah. like really vague uh, classifieds. Um, oh yeah, and uh, just bring it, in. It, it, was it, Kirby? it wasn't a Ponzi scheme. I've been to those. It wasn't Kirby vacuum cleaner? No, no, I've been uh, to that one too. Yeah, uh, I love that. But, um, no, it was. Uh, they they went on college campuses without permission and set up a table, or if they could get away with it, or if they couldn't, they would just do it. Uh, they would just go to the library or go yeah. to wherever students were gathered, and they would solicit students to sign up for a credit card. Um, which is in itself is relatively harmless, although you know they were literally walking up to students while they're studying, yeah. and and they concocted a lie that they were trying to get if they got a certain quota, then they they want a trip a to something something. Yeah, so they guilted these students into signing this, and they had a stack of paperwork, and they're like, just fill out the the front page, and then you can just sign the other two. And what the other two were that they were signing were additional credit card applications. So once they had their signature on all three pages, then they just filled out. Stoop. Like they they assigned me to fill out. So they're getting multiple yeah, credit cards to copy the information from the first application into the others that had been pre-signed because they lied to them and said that it was something that it wasn't. Oh. So they would get three credit cards in in the mail in the, in their name, like three open up three lines, of credit. and the whole time everything it was is a training day. And everything he told me to do was like was morally reprehensible. Yeah, made me sick to my stomach. I couldn't believe that this is that this is what they were doing. But he, he it, but 
his tone was the, no different than if like so okay so to turn on the dishwasher what you want to do is you yeah, pull yeah. This, like his tone was so flat and there was just no right. shame or guilt at all right yeah. if you want to fuck up their, their their financial future you just uh you know yeah. have them fill up this form <laughs> so the uh, first lie you want to tell them is it's just like oh yeah. my god how do you how do you live with yourself well i think that's how you do it you distance yourself from it any sort of emotional way right. and you I just guess. make it a, yeah. a mechanical thing I did. Uh, I was. A, wait. So wait. How long did you do it for? I, I. The training day was my only day. All right. That doesn't count. Then you didn't work. That's not the worst job you've ever had. <laughs> I worked for. Uh, Fuck Cleveland. I had the job for a day. Mm, <laughs> if you didn't actually do it, then earned a check. Uh, for three months, I worked as a uh, plumber's uh, assistant slash. I was supposed to be an apprentice, but I didn't. I didn't go through the you know go do the the union thing and all that because. That's not what I wanted to do. After right. three months, right. I was like, fuck this. They literally had me digging up, and this is how I learned about this. I, I know a lot about, or a little about a lot. A of lot. things, yeah. Yeah, and this is one of those things. Um, Orangeburg uh, pipes. Orangeburg pipes. I've never heard of this before. They're clay uh, sewer pipes that were put in during World War II. Because during you know during that time there was the uh, the uh, scrap metal drives, mm. so all the metal was being used for you know tanks uh, for tanks and all that stuff. Right. So so they put these Orangeburg pipes in the grounds for these old home or these homes that were being built at that time, under the the uh, you know assumption that they would come back or they said they would come back right replace and them. replace them after the uh, war. And it, it was made of uh, bituminized fiber and layers of wood pulp and pitch pressed together. Yeah, well, there you go. It, it looked like clay to me. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what I thought it was. Yeah. But it was it was a good, great time cuz we were digging those up while I was digging those up. <laughs> and uh you know, you, there's nothing like seeing, you know, shit, condoms, toilet paper, all that stuff uh in a caked into a fucking wood pulp Right Ugh. slurry. Yeah. Delicious. Uh, so awesome. Is it vegan? It's vegan. I'm All pretty right. sure it was vegan. So, yeah. After that, I joined the military. Oh, really? <laughs> he said. <laughs> how, screw how much did you get paid? Uh, it was okay. I think it was getting like 10 bucks an hour for, a for an 18-year-old 18, kid. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know what I mean? Yeah. I had a gig at a youth hostel in Dublin for yeah. almost two years. That was... Awful. What was it? What was paid almost nothing. I had to work under the table because I was living in Europe illegally, so I couldn't complain about anything. But um, huge heroin problem in Dublin. No safety measures at this place, so I was constantly chasing addicts out. Uh, people were getting ripped off all the time. They had gotten good write-ups and some travel guides, but had fallen apart since then. So people were coming expecting all these things we didn't have. Um, you know, there were people who would get. It was Dublin, so people would go out and get drunk, and they would piss the beds. And, and you would have yeah. to clean it up. That's and, uh, the, but anything with bodily fluids. Uh, both of you it, guys. It I was, you know, yeah. the, um, they they also had a. Uh, they said they had a menu, but they never had. They never stocked the kitchen. And then the owners would come in, and they'd like, "We'll have the special." And so th they had like six eggs, and the special is like a three egg omelet. Like, okay, the owners just got the only eggs that we have. Oh, nice. In the place, and there's like thirty five people coming down for breakfast this morning, wanting to order the fucking special. But there had to have been great stories that <laughs> came out of working there. A lot. Well, I got I actually. Ended up getting fired because I got super drunk on the job. But a lot, a lot of <laughs> the, uh, oh, now it comes out the, uh, the bitter, bitter, fiery. The night guys would <laughs> the night guys would would get all coked up and be up all night. Uh, I met some really pretty girls, uh, and I actually made some made some good friends. A lot. Do you remember my friend Ethan? That I lived. He's one of yeah, the reasons yeah. I moved out here. I met him because he came to stay in the hostel. Hostel. And I was like, dude. 
you're hilarious. I like you. Don't stay here. Come stay at my place. This place is a shithole. And we ended up being, like hanging out in Ireland for months. And then wow. he was my he encouraged me to move out to L.A. And we were roommates for like four or five nice. years when I first moved down here. And but I, it was a shit show, man. It was it was a rough gig. And like the the owners would race. There were two owners, and they would race to beat each other to the hostel to pull all the cash right out of the till because they needed the money um but their, then we had no cash to do any of our uh get change to anybody yeah. and then they'd be freaking out that we needed more yeah. cash and i was like i can't take anyone's cash because i can't give them any fucking change because you took all the fucking cash okay yeah. but did you hook up with any of the girls that you met in that job this is see uh, once a, a show question. at least once a show we have to we have to yeah. put put Bill on the spot about his question. personal life. I really 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 wanted to, uh, and I know I stayed in touch with a couple of them, and one of them I ended up hooking up with years later. Okay, that that counts. But then uh, it, then it was not the shittiest job so. in the world. Why wow, it was it was a long, long it sounds, pussy know, hour right, payoff. <laughs> right right, but it's so worth it. <laughs> and now you're so happy for it. Um, let's see. Uh, Lou was a uh, PA for a shipping magnet oh. and had to cut up his breakfast into bites because he was that lazy and rich. Left Oof. after two hours, and I'll, uh, I'll never under, I'll never understand what that the kind fuck, of behavior. Man. I would punch somebody in the throat if they asked if they told me uh, I need you to cut my food up into bites for me. What's fun about that? What about three hundred bucks an hour? Power, I guess. But where's the knife? <laughs> three hundred bucks an hour. Uh, that would be the longest cutting session ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these pancakes are really tough. <laughs> at Puck and Bass, worked at a 24-hour smoke shop slash porn video slash web cafe in Toronto. Now we're talking. Worst job ever, but the hours How were so? fitting with music school. Because you have to deal with, at two in the morning, with some stoner who wants to read, you know, yeah. whack off in Smoking the back. a joint, jerking off with a cup of coffee in his hand. Yeah. Uh, Mike, um, at Convincing Mike, also, almost, almost worked That's for Cutco. Yeah. I uh, I was a PA. Uh, I think it means well. It's a PA in England, personal assistant. Personal assistant. I was a, a production assistant. Production assistant. I guess it was a personal assistant. The I kids guess, for, with the radios. For uh, no, this was for a, a. He was a commercial rep, so it was at a production company, uh, and he came out from New York yeah. and would stay at the Chateau Marmont. Ooh, the Marmont. Yeah, oh, and nice. it was just like this over tan like. Ugh. Fat, George Hamilton type asshole, mm. and uh, and he was just such a douchebag. And is I, I won't name his name, but he he was I mean, just the the when you think of bad Hollywood, he was bad Hollywood. He, oh, so it was George Hamilton. He <laughs> no, would I'm kidding. No, I mean he, he <laughs> would like George. He would have he would have his coke guy come by, and he would uh, you know at the yeah. Marmont, and like he he had a big douche party at the the. He insisted it, that it be in the bungalow that John Belushi was died well, in. Died in, oh, that's which I lovely. think is just like, oh, you're so all class, morbid, yeah, yeah. And Tacky. so, and all he wa- did was the, he was like the liaison between the 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 client and the production company, which just meant that he sat around on set just glad handing. Yeah. So, and then I just had to drive him around everywhere in his stupid rental Range Rover and. Just and you're just spending thousands of dollars just for a douchebag who's glad, glad hands. The only saving grace is that I worked for him for months, uh, oh. off and on, and he thought and he called me Walter. <laughs> and like from the Walter, you from the paging, day, paging Walter, from you from day one. Like I was like, this guy's a big dick, 
And he's like, Walter. And I was like, who? Oh, he means me. Yes, sir. Yes, Steve. What's up? And like, I can be Walter. I can I don't be Walter. Have to be Marty. Every time he job. calls me Walter is like the one little like stupid, you know, victory for me. Like, yeah. like he doesn't own any part of me. And it wasn't until like the last job. He's like, oh, um, like somebody called me Marty, you know, because I knew everybody else at the production company. Right. And uh, he's like, oh, I thought your name was Walter. Anyhow, can we get to the airport? Uh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, just no, so, apologies. Oh, no apologies. No uh, apologies. That was, I mean, that wasn't the worst job, but it was just the worst asshole I ever worked for. Yeah. But, ugh. Yeah. And Darren is bragging, saying that he never had a terrible job. Just lucky, I guess. Well, fuck you, Darren. <laughs> How dare you. So oh. It wasn't fun uh, selling men's and women's dress and casuals at JCPenney's for a summer. Although I did excel at it. Customer service mean? award, district top ten sales. Really? Did you yeah. get uh? Did you get commissions? Yeah. Well then, well, it was not fun though. It was pretty demeaning. Oh, people well. sticking their feet in your face and making you run around like an idiot. No, yeah. I'm sorry. The shoe sales. Tell us more about acting. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was in charge. I'm just of saying, the Matrix. I earned it. <laughs> yeah. I was in charge of the Matrix as a temp. I beg your uh, pardon. <laughs> I was temping for. Uh, Apple One, I think. Temp, oh, yeah. Temp I, I, I temp for them. When... And uh, they put me at this place. I don't even remember who, what company it was, but it was a huge computer room. It had these old the old tapes that, mm. like tape style uh, drive things that basically the whole shift was picking up the ones that had already been used and putting them back in their, their uh, library spots mm-hmm. and then pulling out the ones that needed to get loaded. I don't know what this machine did, but it was just like this big round thing that was sealed, but you could put the the tapes in and this robotic arm would grab it and spin oh, it around and load it. I was like, literally, I worked That's in the awesome. Matrix. It was, it was crazy. That's really funny. I, I don't know. It, it was nuts. Nice. I wanted to go in there so bad and fuck with that robot. <laughs> um, you wanted to fuck the robot? I wanted to fuck the robot. Oh, fuck what was the, the name robot. of the robot in War Games? Oh, uh, would you like to play the machine? Oh, what was it? Something con. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ! Way to create dead air. What, yeah. You have your phone I, in way front to of engage, you. Way to engage yeah. the you listening audience yes. so that they can tweet in the yes. name of the tweet robot. Tweet in the name of the robot. War games. I'm thinking how. You got to turn everything into a fucking negative, Marty. <laughs> no, Jesus. Just, it resulted in. I'm thinking Whopper, how, but W O P R. Uh, Is that right? That doesn't sound right, but whatever. Oh, uh, Jesus. War no, operation plan response. No, um, Marty, you can also realize that it doesn't matter and move no, on. No, Joshua. No, Joshua. Oh, come on. Tweet Joshua in. was the yeah. program. All right. But there was the big machine that they kept cutting to that would be like, and, and then the lights would go on it. Oh, oh. No, I don't know. Right. It's really not important. By the way, yeah. <laughs> For all your 80s movies authority <laughs> questions, contact us at Noonan Dr. Theopolis. Taryn yeah. said he called me Walter, the Marty <laughs> U story. <laughs> all right. I think we're at that point where we're getting to that, that weighty oh, ball of you know what. Yeah, I think it is time for that. We're going to dip into the mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. Come on, get my hands in that mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. 
Uh, yeah, that was great. <laughs> Will never gets old. <laughs> Will Wilkins, he said, uh, speaking of bad jobs, at one time I worked for this internet radio station and... Uh, <laughs> hey, now. Never mind. Zing. <laughs> Thank Finally you, Will. And then Yako, um, he's spent 11 years working at a video store, and then video is his life. Yeah, it was Whopper. Whopper. It was Whopper? Yeah. Fuck you guys. That's anticlimactic. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, I worked at a video store. I love working at a video store. That was great. So, okay. First email comes in from Steve Owens, who says, uh, while he listens, he underwrites mortgage loans for Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Um, and, uh, he said, if I didn't have you guys to listen to among others, I'd be, I would, I might be swinging from the rafters by now. Oh. And he said, FYI, Cleveland isn't that bad. Thank you. Oh. Just kidding. F Cleveland. Oh. But he, he did say F Cleveland and not fuck Cleveland. Not fuck so we appreciate that. He's got some class. Yeah. And then, uh, he has a question for you, James. Yes. Have you heard of Bun B? Bun B. Yes, I have. Bun B and Pimp C. And what do you think of the Dirty South rap? Um... You know, there's uh, there's a place. I mean, there, there's a place for every region to have their uh, their shining stars. But I think I kind of feel like when the the flux, the influx of southern rap happened in the you know uh, mid to late '90s, right? It Master really P. dumbed, yeah, it dumbed down hip hop a lot uh-huh. because it was you know not that not to say that people from the south are dumb, but they are. <laughs> Bill, why would you say that? Why would you say that, Bill? No, uh, that's not fair. I was not paying attention. I was on he Facebook. Was um, <laughs> then it is absolutely fair. absolutely fair. No, it, I just think that it, it there is a place for it, but in moderation. I think when it when there was so much of it, the masterpiece shit and the you know all these others, right? The Dungeon Family and all these cats that came out of there. Um, that you know some of it was I think was a little too dumb. And I think it might have kind of took hip hop's IQ quotient down a point or two. Right, wasn't that high to, be <laughs> to begin with? Yeah, Sorry. easy. Uh, <laughs> all right, hey guys. Some uh, of us like MC Solar. Oh, yes, MC Solar. French. I assume uh, Kruger is in a dark, dank Chinese prison because of insistence to use that voice and uh, <laughs> on the, the Marty's mom voice or the yeah. nerd voice. The, both. <laughs> Yeah. So building off the softball from last week, this is from Chris Brown in Saskatchewan uh, about the most beautiful place in the world. I was wondering what your uh, favorite landmarks you've seen are. Uh, My personal favorites include the Sydney Opera House, Mm -hmm. Tower Bridge in London, the CN Tower in Toronto. And uh, to follow up, do you find them as romantic and magical as tourist boards would have us believe? I'll tell you, there's one, I did a semester abroad in London, and um, it's a very touristy area, one of the most touristy areas of the city, but I always loved Trafalgar Square. I just loved coming up from the train and seeing, seeing, uh, I believe it's Lord Nelson, I don't remember. Mm -hmm. Um, I had always loved it, and uh, a friend of mine, one of my dearest friends, um, she and her family took great care of me while I was over there, Um, as a parting present, gave me a tiny watercolor beautiful uh very realistic uh watercolor of trafalgar square and i just got it framed and this was in this was 93 and i've held on to it this long and i finally got it framed uh this year and just hung it up in my room like two days ago and uh that that should there are so many other parts of london that are so visceral but that just 
I don't know, just makes my heart swell every time I see yeah. Trafalgar Square. That's good. And now it's on your wall. And that's on my wall. That's dope. That's beautiful. You cool. grew up around landmarks. Fuck, the, the Golden Gate Bridge, oh, yeah, Alcatraz, yeah, yeah. Beacon yeah. Hill. Yeah, my grandparents' apartment overlooked Alcatraz. Wow. Um, and so that's, that's so dope. Yeah. It, it was, um, I think of fondly of prison. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about you? Um, my, honestly, uh, the first time I went anywhere really out of California when I was 12 years old, went to Ohio. Hey, hey now. Springfield, Ohio. But on the way back, we took Big Red. Yes. Go Big Red trailways (laughs) till you want to fucking shoot yourself. Um, and we, we stopped through St. Louis and the arch. Mm. Just was took my brow. I was twelve years old, and I was standing in front of this huge American-made edifice. Mm-hmm. I've never seen it, but I'm fascinated with it. It just it's, it seems otherworldly. Yeah, it, it does. It and it's, it's cool in this thing. new uh, thing, Defiance, Defiance, where they've got it all kind of fucking half torn down, whatever. Yeah. But when you're standing there in front of it, it you really you feel like. Holy fuck! I did at twelve. I felt like if I get on this, it'll feel like going to a fucking into a space. Like I'm on the Enterprise or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just uh, it's breathtaking because it's huge. I yeah. went to um, one more, and then I'll ask you my yeah. years. I went to uh, the Isle of Man, which is sort of my father's ancestry. I believe it was my great great grandfather got married in the Isle of Man and, and left for Cleveland the next day. Yeah. And Cleveland has like the largest Manx population outside of the Isle of Man, or many might even have sur- sur- supplanted the Isle of Man and Manx population. But anyway, regardless, um, it was exciting to go to a place where like there's like a Waterson Lane and a Waterson Street. It's like my name was all yeah. Like, I actually had roots. But there's a, a castle, Peel Peel Castle, ancient castle. And the morning that we got there, it was super misty and cloudy, and there was um, a Viking warship reenactment. Oh, going on wow. in in the lake beyond in, in the ocean beyond the castle, but I didn't know that. I just walked. I came up the hill to the castle and through the mist saw Viking Viking warships coming. And I, I there was yeah. a second where I was like, "It's haunted." I've just stepped back in time. Yep. I don't know what's happening. It, it just there was a moment where it just felt like I literally walked through a passage in time. That is awesome. Or wow. these Viking ghosts are coming to to kill us all for wiping them off for the face. Wiping, of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> That's that, crazy. That was, I'll never forget Peel Castle. That was. That was I beautiful. went to Club Med and uh, I was on the <laughs> Isle of Men. And that was a whole different. Uh... <laughs> All right. Nice. Marty, you're a well-traveled soul. You're a, you're a citizen of the yeah, world. Darren mentioned um, Nelson's column in Trafalgar Square. Yeah, yeah. No, I did say Nelson. I got it right. Good. Yeah, okay. That is what I meant. All right. Um, Okay, so I went to Vegas and like the Paris uh, <laughs> yeah, Eiffel Tower, you got to see Paris, and yeah, it looks yeah, just yeah. like what the Eiffel Tower looks like. And <laughs> I ate, I had French fries on there, and it was like being in France. <laughs> you know that place, it's in in and of itself is really fucking amazing. Vegas, Vegas, of course, Paris. Actually, but I, mean, I, I Paris is is kind of crazy inside. I don't I, I don't gamble, but yeah, it is. Pretty amazing. It's it's amazing just to think. Yeah, exactly. You can only do. I I mean, I think I did uh, up to uh, the longest was a week there, and I was ready. That's like five days. Strangled myself. It was horrible. My first time there was a week. It was with the Pogues cover band. It was St. Patty's week, and we had a residency at the New York New York Casino. Oh wow! So we'd play the Nine Fine Irishmen bar inside, and we'd play. They had a stage set up on the Brooklyn Bridge outside. Oh wow! And some days we did two shows a day, and we never stopped. 
drinking for a week yeah. and, and by the end of it i was i was ready to go it was, yeah it was just, you can't it was way too much you can't do it um when i was in college i went to uh New Zealand by myself. Oh, and, I've really been meaning to And go just there. trekking around there, you know, hitchhiking and just going like just into the woods, just really having no idea what the fuck I was doing uh, was really beautiful and amazing because you just go for miles and miles without seeing anybody. Yeah. And, and hiking glaciers. And then you just feel like you're in a, uh, I mean, this is pre Hobbit, obviously, but, I, and it felt like I was in a, a place that nobody else had been. Yeah. And, and uh, of course magical. they had, but it was really magical. And and being alone was uh, made it made it even that more yeah special. The so. first time I went to Ireland, I drove, I rented a car and drove around by myself, and it just. I think there's a lot to be special. said for traveling by yourself because mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you can make decisions at the you know at the drop of a hat and just say, hey, you know, I'm going to go see what's down this road. There's no negotiating. Yeah, yeah. and it's contemplative. You and, can, you um, can um, oh, you I... go at your own comfort level. Like, if you're willing to be uncomfortable, it's fine. Yeah. If you feel like treating yourself, you can. You don't have to. Yeah. I, had, to I actually had a spot anyone. like that, a pensive spot. Uh, when I was on uh, temporary duty, I was in the Air Force. I was up at uh, Anchorage, Alaska. Oh, nice. You drive off the base and just out onto this, literally these cliffs. You could park, stop and park and just overlook the, the whole bay there and, and Kodiak Island out there. And it's, it was just fucking breathtaking. I do remember that. And I, I remember sitting there being fucking emo James listening to fucking Prince. <laughs> There's thieves in the tempo tonight. And then you're just thinking, fucking Alaska, how much longer am I going to be stuck yeah. in this fucking place? <laughs> this fucking place. Oh, uh, they're cliffs. Oh, yeah, why am I here? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Lou mentioned uh, the Chechen Itza. Uh, Watfo. Watfo. I've been there. That is that is incredible. What is Watfo? It's a temple in Bangkok. Watfo, fool. Uh, <laughs> you went there, Watfo. Sydney Opera House. <laughs> Sorry. CN Tower. Eiffel Tower. Don't apologize for that. That was awesome. Um, yeah, Machu Picchu would be cool. Um, the pyramids. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. We I, live in a beautiful world, guys. Yeah. We live in a beautiful world. Yes. If you take away one thing from this podcast, <laughs> the world is a beautiful place. You're welcome. You guys have to see the Guardians of Transportation on the uh, um, on the Lorraine Carnegie Bridge in Cleveland. Nice. It mm. was Springfield near Akron, uh, Jeff. Akron. Akron. All right. This next one's from Bryony. She actually sent this in last week. Uh, she's in the UK. I apologize. And in fact, we might not answer it today. We'll try to get it when Dan's here, but I will throw it out here and um, you can let me know. I'm a philosopher and very. We're fucked. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I'm out. Very rare that you meet philosophers (laughs) who listen to this show. Uh, And a few years ago, I contributed to a book in a series about philosophy that was called Lost and Philosophy The Island and Has Its Reasons. All right, that sounds like a no. It didn't. That's why the show sucked. Oh, <laughs> the show didn't suck. It just disappointed at the, the first end. series. The first season was great. It was not interesting after that. Um, to you, specifically, I wrote a chapter about coincidence and theory building. Now I've seen a call for abstracts for a similar volume on Veronica Mars and philosophy. Ooh. And being a huge Veronica Mars fan, I really wanted to write something. So my question is, what do you guys think are the most philosophically interesting aspects of the show? Uh, cheers, Bryony. Uh, inter- answer this is um, Professor Wu. 
Uh, that was just Mr. the man of thought himself. No, I was just physics professor. So yeah, we are all just an egg that are <laughs> d- being dropped from a high point. And the point is, how do you protect the egg that is us? Uh, I really wanted Dan here for that question, and yeah. and I was I remember that I was excited about last week's mailbag because of this question, and for some reason it slipped my mind, and we didn't get to it. So I apologize. Uh, did you? Did, do you, did you watch Veronica? I saw the whole season, yeah. Oh, so, whole series, sorry. Uh, and what would and you I say? will see the movie. I had, I had a lot of fun in that world. Uh, what, would, what would you say are the philosophically interesting things about the show? Uh, I did not see it that recently. Yeah, it has been a while. But there's, there's the whole thing about uh, loss. You know, she loses uh, Amanda Seyfried as her friend. And then there's that whole thing about... Uh, Justice and revenge and all that forgiveness. stuff. Forgiveness. Forgiveness. Um, and yeah, and the, Logan as a character is full of, of uh, pathos and, and mm-hmm. uh, conflict. So And redemption and then once again failure. And then, but yeah, and I think it, it gets really difficult to, with a, a lot of these soapy stories about how <laughs> the deeper thoughts, because frankly, they do have to figure out how do we get this, keep the series going when we've portrayed this person as an asshole for for a season, and you know, and you you want to make the characters d- deeper and richer. And I mean, it does put a, a challenge on the the writers to make them interesting and flawed. But yeah. but a lot of times they they take character turns that don't make sense, uh, especially in soap operas. But I, I don't think that Veronica Mars was was guilty of guilty that. Of that yeah. But uh, had, certainly I mean, uh, Lost was. Honor was a major theme. Loyalty. Uh, you know, it was it was painful when she would do something to betray her father. Who had been, um, or when he did something that that she thought was suspect, you know that that was very painful if you were invested in the characters, because that that relationship was at the core of the of the show. Yeah. Um. All right. So we, we will uh, bring this up. Actually, email me again if you want to. Uh, hopefully, I'll remember to bring it up with uh, when Dan's back. Um. And he will be fresh. His mind will be full of Veronica Mars since he's, that's yeah. what he's working on right now. Right. So, uh, Next one is from Frank uh, Fontana, who's in New York. And he wants to know where he can listen live. Uh, for, uh, <laughs> and uh, I, 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 I don't, you know, you go to Stitcher. I mean, obviously, you're not, if you're not listening now, you're not listening live. But <laughs> the week Stitcher after. Stitcher on your uh, mobile device. Yeah. Um, on a regular computer. Just go to smodcast.com, sir. All right. I uh, understand how he's... Smodcast Internet Radio? So he must be listening off for? of iTunes. Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, Pod, there's there's more to life than iTunes. Yeah? This next one is from Christopher from Sweden. Long-time listener, first-time emailer. Hey, That's hey, what we love We'll give him a magic sound. He, uh, Dan and I got in this discussion about whether Die Hard was... Uh, I said it was it was geared for an international audience, and he said he was arguing that that that's not that the filmmakers were not that calculating. Yeah, uh, <laughs> nothing about that was calculated. No, no, uh, <laughs> so it's just a mess that movie. Uh, so I, he says I have a theory about the success of Die Hard in Europe. I live in a small town, and we only have one cinema in my town, and we don't have a big selection of movies in rotation. A cinema is a, a movie establishment that plays movies. So, so people actually go there. Yeah, yeah. It's, like a, it's like a movie theater, a theater that screens films. It's so like they, they Netflix in a, is a building. It's, it's short, do they vote it's short on for the, Cinematheque? Do they vote on which one they stream live? They're allowed to discuss it afterwards at uh, cafes yeah. and bars. 
<laughs> I'm the guy over, who, over hand-rolled cigarettes. I'm the guy who espresso, travels alone. Espresso coffees. Yeah. And porn. Apparently <laughs> up uh, where, wherever he's at. Uh, so he's, anyhow, he says, my guess, instead of seeing a shitty-ass drama made in Sweden when you're hungover on Sundays, people would rather see a shitty action and uh, a known franchise. I, I think that's there's a lot to be said for that. Yeah. Have a great week and fuck Cleveland. Hey, hey, hey. it's gone international. Yay. Yep. Uh, and this is for Darren, who's about to be kicked out of the library um, <laughs> in Wolverhampton, uh, England. Uh, All this time, and you still can't pronounce that. Yeah. All right, you go. I don't have the computer in front of me. I don't. I'm not name. looking at it either. I'm trying to remember. The 20th of <laughs> April, Wolverhampton, this, uh, is go. this Saturday is Record Store Day. I admire uh, the idea, but it seems like a futile gesture. Record stores are closing because people don't buy records. When people stopped wearing hats, there were no National Milliner's Day. But when it comes to <laughs> dying industries, should we just let the market des- decide? When people don't want to buy your stuff, start selling different stuff. I'd actually Regards rather have a National Darren, Milliner's Day. P.S. Yeah. Fuck Cleveland. A National Haberdashery Day, National Cobbler Day. Well, yes. the, the truth is people do wear hats and they take pride in it yeah. because people don't wear hats like if you look at any photo i'm a hat wearing i, I wear hats so, yeah. any photo of a crowd scene pre-1950 everybody's wearing a hat that was yeah. that was yeah the thing. that was that was the thing mm-hmm. and man even and then, like you watch three stooges shorts even the bums you know quote-unquote bums homeless guys on the street in those shorts wore suits and hats yeah, and then Kennedy was president and didn't wear a hat. That, yeah. that was one of the contributors. People, some fashion people say. Yeah. Uh, now, I've never heard that theory. It, yeah. Well, I don't know if it's true, but that's Our just what first I first hatless president. Um, I believe so. Yeah, you can see how that turned out. Oh, <laughs> sorry. She had a bulletproof hat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry. Mm. Should have been a helmet. Too soon. <laughs> Too soon. So. <laughs> Yeah, I th- I think that uh, well, look, people love records. A friend of mine just yeah, opened a record yeah. store in Highland Park, uh, mm-hmm. and it's called Gimme Gimme Gimme. It was in Brooklyn. Now it's in oh, L.A. I need to go check that out. Yeah, and it's a beautiful store. Out. And do they it, sell records by me first in the Gimme Gimmes? I don't know. You'll have to go and find out. <laughs> it's on York Boulevard. Uh, it's uh, it's people love it. People, I think people want to feel special, and. My friend, he argues that the sound is better. I don't yeah. believe it for a second. Some yeah. of us love. Some of us love uh, tan- the tangibility yeah. of, a, of a record or a CD yeah. or, sure. or even. I can't stand shopping online. I, I just yeah. bought an entertainment system online, and I hated it. I wanted to be able to touch and see and yeah. look at and measure by hand with a measuring tape exactly, exactly what I was buying. I didn't want to. I didn't want to just try to figure it out in my head and then send it back. If I don't, no, I want to. I want to walk into a store. I want to put my hands on what I'm going to buy and and walk out knowing I got exactly what I wanted. Yeah. And and my friend Drew, who who is a fan, there is something fun. Like I, he he argues that the sound is better. I would argue that the sound is different. I don't know if yeah. it's more. It's it's, it's thicker. Truer. It was engineered to be a fatter and thicker sound just because of the medium itself. The the difference being your MP3s are so compressed and thin, right? As opposed to the fuller sound of a record, so that's right. where they but sound. He was, but maybe he sound was arguing uh, even with CDs, you know, which are uncompressed. Clarity, uh, clarity wise, or just the way in he terms likes of to the, hear them. Uh, in terms of dynamic range, that I mean, CDs are are not go have not are not MP3s, so they're not no. compressed, but they're they're still some 
digital stuff. Yeah, there. it's still you're still gonna get a little digital noise. Whereas, but you get, other, get you get analog noise. You get you get the you get analog dust, pops, dust clear, pops, and yeah. But one thing that is great about records is that when I'm at Drew's house and we're sitting around drinking beer, and he puts on a record, twenty minutes later it's over, and he has to go and pick another record. Yeah, and it requires thought, and right. he's he's reflecting on the Feeling, room. Yeah. And he's think thinking, what's what is this moment going through? And he's he's physically going through the records. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's not just like, oh, here's my drinking playlist. Click. Exactly. You know, and which also has its convenience, you know, factor to it. But yeah. it is nice to have something that's curated for the moment. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. so Darren, that's what I would say. Why there will always be record stores. Uh, yeah. And there's still there is a. It's not just used records. People are making records, uh, yeah. pressing records, and, and, and DJs. I was going to say, yeah, that's kept the that's kept that's, the medium that's alive. Kept the medium sure. alive. If it wasn't for DJs, especially these, uh, they call them uh, what are they? Uh, crate diggers, basically. But there's a store. What is it uh, in in San Francisco? They did. Uh, it was in the the documentary um, Scratch, I think, or something like that, where they actually go down to the basement. I want to say it was Leopold's or one of those. Rasputin? Rasputin, maybe. Uh It's in the basement, and it's just piles and piles of vinyl. And these these, uh, DJs go there. They carry these little battery-powered portable turntables oh That's wow awesome. and they you know they go through and they listen with their headphones and they listen on these little things and, yeah yeah and that they're digging basically they call it for uh, crate digging. yeah yeah that's awesome so, yeah. but i you know i'm not a, a vinyl person i doesn't i don't need more shit yeah, yeah i like no, i like being thing. able to carry you know what he has on a wall is in my phone so exactly that, that is the trade-off exactly. but i miss all, my vinyl collection for sure yeah. do you, is it still in existence or did you it is it? it's up in it's up back home in Cleveland. Right. Nice. Uh, so don't fuck Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, so Darren says, or if uh, you do way, leave my record collection, yeah, episode, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I think whenever you eliminate something like that in the world, there are going to be those people who adhere to them. They're, you know, I have a friend mm-hmm. who collects rotary phones. Yeah, <laughs> there'll always be nostalgia. It's not enough yeah. to necessarily fuel the industry, drive an industry, and yeah. it will keep it will keep shops some shops going. And I don't. You know, I, I'm not a hat wearer, and uh, I don't begrudge any hipster for wearing their damn chapeaus. But I have know. a I have a straw fedora that I got from Mike the Hatter. Yeah, down in, in Cleveland, I'm always complimented on it. Always by old yeah. black men. Yeah, always. It, that's usually it. Old black men, nice hat, nice, nice hat, hat, son. Yeah. <laughs> they call you son. No, I just made that part up. Oh. <laughs> How do you say? Okay, Lima or Lima, Ohio. Uh, I've heard both. Um, I think I would say Lima. If I had to say it out, if I saw the sign while I was driving, like, oh, yeah. Lima. I, but I have heard both, but I think it's Lima. I've been corrected. I've said Lima. No, no, Lima. Like, that's, that's a bean. Lima, Lima, <laughs> Lima pride. It, it, it's yeah. melanchly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the, over the weekend, uh, I, I went to, to get a massage. I, I like where know. this is going. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, you know, it was uh, at this place and. You know, they they grease you up, and this woman's massaging me. It was, you know, it was very pleasant. But then mm. there's that moment of a, like flip over. Yeah, that's and a, I'm that's just, an awkward moment. Yeah, and I'm just like, all right, where are you going with this? Yeah, and like you're going really low on the belly there. Like, and then like you think like, well, what happens? What what do I do? Do I you know embrace it 
uh, you know, and <laughs> yeah. like, well, go to town. Uh, did not come to that and had a, a, a fine massage, but it did. It was one of those etiquette things. Like, there, there's nothing in Emily Post that says, well, should a masseuse present herself? Right. You know? Yeah. Did you get a Woody? Yeah, uh, I was going to say, because that might be the, the benchmark. That may uh, be what sets off the that next That might be the green events. light. Yeah. Uh, I, I could have been. Uh, it's a yes or no question, Marty. Um, perhaps. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I did. But, uh, <laughs> I'm a man now who's in the hot seat of I'm sex. I'm a man. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but it I, I, it wasn't enough to to uh, inspire this woman to to do anything to about grab it. on like. Yeah. But then yeah. again, I would have dear life. You know, it's like uh, actually, I just really do have really sore you know really yeah. sore shoulders. Uh, but uh, in there was a guy named Lawrence Urban who is, uh, you can look this up online. He was accused of inappropriately touching clients. And Ooh, here's a he photo a of him. He's a freaky looking dude. He's 49. He looks like he's 72. He's got crazy eyes and sort of meth cheek. That guy's 49? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so some weird. hard living. <laughs> so weird. Uh, and Mr. Carter. He admits to asking. I don't know. Maybe there's like two of me. So. He, <laughs> He was a, a, a masseur, and he was arrested for uh, inappropriately touching a female customer. So, uh, uh, do they have details on what uh, well uh, inappropriate touching was in this well, circumstance? He, he admits to asking the client if she wanted to have an orgasm, and uh, and when the woman said no, he said, "Your body is telling me one thing, and, oh, but you're telling me another." Okay. Was this guy named R. Kelly by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, so he was arrested for that. So I guess it's different for guys. Like, for me, it would have been like, well, it happened. Yeah. Oh, who was I to say no? Um, yeah. And then for this guy, um, yeah. But you had to have seen this guy, um, and he looks really creepy. Because there is, by the way, a, a guy in New York, um, I think he's in New York, who does this for a living. Um, he gives erotic massages to women. Yes, there's a movie called Hysteria. Have you ever seen this? No. Look this up, Hysteria. Um, it's actually pretty good. I haven't seen the whole thing. Marilyn turned me on to this. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> but I'm not sure what she was thinking. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the message there is. No, but uh, it's it's about it's back it's set back in the uh, I want to say uh, the early maybe 1900s, where uh, these doctors were curing or, or treating women right. for hysteria. hysteria by rubbing it out for them. <laughs> by the way, for those at home... Yeah, I just air... <laughs> he just, he just air-diddled. Yeah, I just air-diddled. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But it, it's actually a very, uh, very interesting uh, movie. So, so hysteria. The, your second takeaway. Yeah. There's... Okay. Yeah. So the first one is, well, this is a beautiful place and work the clit. And air diddling. <laughs> and air diddle. So, uh, yeah. So that's what this guy does. He, he's, it's, he's got a website, herprivatepleasures.com. Wow. And did you learn something from your, that movie, by the way? I did. I learned that it's very rough on, uh, on a wrist to do many, many uh, clients <laughs> back to pay the guy. This is how he came up with the, apparently this is how the vibrator was invented because he, uh, a buddy of his did or whatever. Tunnel? Yeah. He was, he really was. And, and a buddy of his had 
made something. It wasn't a massager. It was for something else. And the guy grabbed it and it vibrated and it, it started making his wrist feel better. And he's like, and he thought about it. He said, wait a minute. If, if this is doing this, what if we change the, uh, that was, oh, it was a feather duster. He had, it was an automatic feather duster the guy made and it had a feather duster attached to it so he could dust. And that was the sort of breakthrough moment of the movie. Yeah. Like, Feather duster. Yeah, so spo- I'm the- sorry. I had to say it. Spoilers. Spoilers. Um, so is is feather dusting uh, a, the feather new Feather dusting is the it's, new euphemism, it's like I guess. Spider-Man figures out how to defeat Green Goblin. This guy def- figures out how to defeat like uh, <laughs> you know about. repetitive motion yeah. with the feather duster. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how uh, the, the vibrator was, uh, I guess, well, born. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so this, this guy... At her private pleasures.com. He's known as Dr. M. (laughs) He he was interviewed on nerve.com, and you can look it up. But uh, they ask him, so um, they ask him if women, uh, do clients ever reciprocate, or do you have a policy against that? (laughs) What do you think? This guy's been on fucking you porn a little too long. I know. Brazzers. Yeah, it's like, I don't ever, I don't expect or demand any type of reciprocation from clients, but for some women, it heightens the experience to know I'm getting aroused too. So basically, this guy's just a perv who's figured out a way to get paid for it. And like, you know, he says he has a girlfriend or whatever, but... um, yeah, I aim to please, and I'll try to accommodate. And if that means, you know, me getting off, well, then I will. I will I, bear what that. What a martyr! Oh, uh, you know, you're taking one for the team there. You know, in these dark M. days, they say there are no heroes. Yeah, Doctor yeah, Fingerbang, Doctor M. He's yes. even got a superhero name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We don't need we don't need Bill Gates. We got Doctor M. Look out, supervillains! Yeah, that's Doctor M and uh, his kid, a fucking assistant. Uh, Mr. Vibro. Kid Finger Bang. Yeah, Vibro. <laughs> Kid Feather Duster. Hey, Dr. M. I can fix your wrist in no time. All right. Oh, oh, Jesus. Holy crotchless panties, Dr. M. So, in closing. That was so a I, pun, by the way. Oh, I missed it. Holy uh, crotchless panties. Oh, jeez. Oh, wow. That was layered. <laughs> that was good. No, was that, that deserves more than more than comedy jail. That right. <laughs> but less than that. Less than that. Right. <laughs> you got upgraded. About this. You didn't get a promotion. There you there go. There 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 go. Slide whistle. So <laughs> I was thinking it might be fun if we put it out to the, the listening audience to, to have a movie to watch maybe for next week. To, um, mm. Oh, to homework! Discuss. Yeah, what do you think? What do you guys think about that? A way to a way to stay connected throughout the week. Uh, yeah. Well, let's 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 try this. For, I like it. Um, part of me is stressed out because I hate homework, but yeah. uh, part of me is super engaged. So, for next week, let's put uh, upstream color. How's that? Oh wow! Upstream color. Challenging. Yeah. First, uh, so first it's a challenging movie. This is watch. the movie that was directed by Shane Carruth, who did uh, Primer. And it's a bit of a heady study of identity through science fiction medium. Are you just trying to force yourself to watch it because it's going to be a challenging watch? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. You need to be held accountable, otherwise you're not going to bother? Yeah. No, there's a... Actually, there's a very good interview with him when uh, in uh, the... Uh, what is it called? Bullseye. 
the podcast. And, and he's just a really interesting guy. So he was a, a computer software engineer who basically reverse engineered how to make a movie. So Primer, he wrote it, he directed it, he produced it, he did the music for it, and, uh, and you know, did it for a few thousand dollars and mm-hmm. it, it went on to, to win the, the jury award at... Uh, Karen. Uh, at Sundance. 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 Nice. And then, so this is his second movie. Took him another eight years to make it. But uh, it's, again, same thing. He did everything himself. And, and uh, he stars in this one, too, doesn't he? Exactly. Yeah. He's an asshole is what he is. <laughs> so <laughs> let's, I want you to rip Hyper it apart. Hyper-talented motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Um, and if you haven't seen Primer, that's a really, it's a very uh, fun movie to watch. It, it's It's frustrating. It's challenging. But uh, Upstream Color is the new one. It's supposed to be very beautiful and uh, thoughtful. And I think it's, I don't know if it's available streaming yet. Yeah, I was just going to ask. I know it was just at the Cine Family uh, within a month or so. Uh, well, that yeah, it might it might be streaming in May. I think it had run at the Downtown Indie, too. Uh, but yeah. it, I think it is in some theaters now. So it, hopefully we'll get to it. If I find out that it's not available, uh, it's not in theaters, I will tweet out another movie. But let's try to watch that one. Yeah, for next week. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm down. Anything? Uh, anything else coming up this week? Um, no, nothing uh, major. I know HBO is on uh, is on the road. Hollywood Babylon is on the road. Uh, right. So keep, they're in in Illinois. No, wait, they're somewhere in the Midwest, right? I think in the Midwest. Oh, Chicago, Chicago. There you go. Yeah. The so you guys, those of you across the country here and uh, in other parts. Uh, take a look at csmod.com and find out if where they're coming close to you guys because they're going to be out there. And I won't be with them, but they will be out there. And do you have, uh, you're going to be hunt- hunting for some props? Yeah, prop hunt, tech scout, uh, editing, nice. um, all that business. Uh, great. Well, so we hope that you enjoyed this past two hours. Thank you so much for tweeting in. We love the tweets, we love the emails at Nooner Dan Marty, Nooner Podcast at gmail.com. Send us more. Put uh, reviews on the iTunes. Let your friends know that this is the third best podcast on the Smodcast Internet Radio Network. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, I look I'm good in be, bronze. I'm going to be launching my new uh, business website, uh, drdiddle.com. <laughs> Dr. Diddle. And uh, also, we're going to have the contract review separate podcast. Yes, so that's going to be the contracts. <laughs> And we only handle like very short form uh, ones for movies that that <laughs> yes. that go straight to video. There you go. And we will see you next Tuesday. Yes, we will. If that if that if that
This has been a production of Smodcast Internet Radio.